1: the Hammer and Nigel Show. Hello, my name is Nigel. That's Hammer over there with a special uh, guest on the hotline. Tony Kennett does a nightly program here at 93 WIBC.
2: He's also an investigative reporter for the Daily Signal. Tonus, before we get into any of the news of the day, I just want to say thank you for coming out to our charity bowling event oh, yeah. this past Friday up at Woodland, the Red, White, and Bowl uh, presented by Jack Daniels. We raised a crap ton of money thousands of dollars for charity and it's awesome that you were able to make it out there because you got a newborn at home
0: that's true i gotta tell you guys it was really a thrill seeing the the success of that event because a lot of people talk about how they support the police or how they support veterans yeah you guys you guys get out and you do events that are not only fun for listeners, uh, but actually do something good for the guys who have defended our country. And I'm just thrilled to see that that thing turned out to be such a success.
2: Well, thank you so much. And again, we appreciate the hell out of you uh, making a trip up there. All right. Iowa caucus, dominant blowout win for Donald Trump. Uh, Your overall thoughts? Well, I said earlier on,
0: this is going to prove one thing and one thing only. How much do polls matter in 2023? I had put forward kind of a hypothesis that a lot of people don't really answer polls anymore. You, you pick up the phone, you hear that automated sound and you hang up because you don't want to talk to some call center asking you a million questions. Well, it turns out that in that, hypothesis, it looks like I was wrong. The polls completely match up. And in fact, Trump actually exceeded expectations. I think the best analysis that I have heard uh, from some of my colleagues is that Trump is treated like the incumbent. Not a ton of voters come out because it's just assumed in the Republican Party, Trump is the incumbent president into this race. And that is carrying him through. I mean, Nikki Haley embarrassing herself is really funny, but it's also a given. I mean, I don't know. This is a two-person race!
2: Yeah, nothing like coming in third in a two-person race, (laughs) as you guys pointed out on Twitter. Well, when you put it that way, yeah, that's uh, kind of a rough look. Uh, The coverage of the Iowa caucus was interesting because, again, I'm kind of going back and forth. I'm watching a little bit of the playoff football game, and then, when that goes to commercial, like it's barely past 8 o'clock. I turn it over And it's already done. It's been called. (laughs) Like, just after 8 o'clock, Fox, CNN, the Associated Press, they all called this thing.
0: And I have a serious problem with that. And I don't have, and it's a lot of the pro MAGA Trump people online were, you know, kind of laughing about this, saying, oh, it's because he's done such an overwhelming victory. Look, I, I knew going into this Trump was going to win. Uh, there's a writer over at Red State uh, named Banshee that was talking about this with me quite a bit. We knew that Trump was going to win. And I'm fine with that. Voted for Trump twice. We'll gladly vote for him again in the general. Uh, but The issue is that a lot of these major media organizations, they have rules and they say, we do not announce a winner. We don't call a winner until uh, we have all of the polls closed, because there is something I I voted at Lawrence over in in 2020. And I remember standing in this like two and a half hour long line. And if they had called the election when I'm still two hours out, there's no way I'm sticking around for that. There's no right. way I would get back in my car and leave. I, I do think there is. I don't think that what the DeSantis campaign is saying is that it altered Iowa now. Trump was going to win that going away. But um, guys, uh, we, we do need to be aware of the fact that the media does want Trump to be the nominee. They think of the candidates. He's the easiest target. But Now, hold also, on, hold like on, like Tony, because
2: I hear from a lot of people that Fox doesn't like Donald Trump, and they would love for somebody like Nikki Haley or somebody else to be the nominee. Well, that's
0: true, but there's also a point in saying that Fox wasn't the first to announce that Trump had won Iowa. Fox was, I think, in there's like a little website that I follow that basically checks on who breaks the story and who the followers are that, that will additionally like come down the line and confirm it. Fox was like seventh to the party, which is very unlike Fox. AP, CBS News, AP News, CNN, MSNBC, Reuters, those had all confirmed that Trump, they said that Trump was based on polling the victor for Iowa, and then Fox News jumped on it. And I think that the reason they jumped on it so quickly is, first of all, because they counted on entrance polling, which is not how a caucus works. Um, and then second, uh, they do want Trump to be the nominee, And which, again, is really funny because they also have made a huge blunder and that now it looks like Trump will have the easiest time making it to the White House, which back in January of 23 was not a thing. Now, I mean, Trump has the red carpet laid out to him, to the Oval
1: Office. You know, I thought it was funny. Some of the coverage yesterday, liberal heads spinning. Joy Reid, the crazy race lady, blamed uh, Nikki Haley coming in third on uh, racism. She, she She is a woman with brown skin. Um, And you saw a lot of that, like the Washington Post saying, "Look, you know, Iowa is mostly white and older than uh, many other states. They don't represent the uh, the country." Uh, Joy Behar from the View, um, uh, you know, blaming Christians for you know too many Christians, too too many Christians.
0: Let's 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 do a little bit of let's do a little bit of investigative reporting here. Okay, what what state was Nikki Haley a governor of? That would be South Carolina. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah, I said. You know, yes. I don't know if you guys know U.S. history, but what was the state that first seceded from the Union in the Civil War? <laughs> that's supposed to be the most racist and the most Confederate and the most, all oh, pro all that stuff. Oh, that's right. Brown Nikki Haley was the governor of that. Oh, okay. So maybe it's that um, in rural America, and by the way, the evangelical candidate was not Trump. Ron DeSantis was the evangelical candidate. That's who won most of the evangelical pro-life vote after Trump started getting a little wishy-washy on that particular issue. So they're wrong on all parts. But it's always nice to see MSNBC and CNN just take every moment in The View, of course, to take every moment to bash white Christians, because, you know, that worked out so well in 2016.
1: That was such a winning strategy. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I'm seeing some people you know, like, use the word Hitler to describe uh, Donald Trump. are playing uh, the hits again. Mean, like, you know, Joe President. Biden, Joe Biden's very divisive uh, speech on January 5th or January 6th calling extremist MAGA Republicans. He tweeted out something about Iowa and extreme MAGA Republicans. Uh, calling Trump voters extremists is not a good strategy for the Biden campaign, is it?
0: I got to tell you, I really like that in states where you have split votes like Nebraska and many of the Great Plains state, I don't consider Iowa part of the Midwest culturally. Iowa is much more culturally synchronous with the Great Plains states. And the Great Plains states have pretty much the same electorate from North Dakota um, all the way over to the western part of Missouri and all the way over then again to eastern montana so that huge big block of the country really has the same culture and to say i was just a bunch of old white christians again when nebraska could split a few electoral votes for biden that's wildly stupid. I mean, if you're that's like keying your own car in an election. They're going to screw themselves
2: out of the very few flimsy electoral votes that Biden pulled last time. But all right, so I'm gonna push back a little bit on both of you guys, Nigel and you, Tony. Yes, Ooh. it seems ridiculous that that's the angle that the media and the Biden camp is going with, but didn't that work the last time when it was nope. these two candidates? Biden nope. v Trump, who we We think it's going to be, you know, I'm more optimistic that Trump's going to be the candidate than I am Joe Biden at this point, but big picture, didn't this work for them last time?
0: No, and there are two reasons why. Number one, because now Trump is the basement candidate and Biden is the incumbent. So this is a referendum on Biden, not a referendum on Trump. Mm. Number two, uh, we are not in the midst of COVID. And number three, and here's the key, Biden didn't run like he's running now last time. Biden didn't run this everyone's evil and bad. Remember what Biden ran as last time? The great yeah. moderate. Ah, I've i had experience I love for all Americans, and I love everybody from <laughs> every you over there, Jim. And like, not bad. That was what he ran on thanks I, I just kind of pulling that one out of the rear but in all honesty biden has governed so far to the left and his communication in the white house has been so far to the left that even john fetterman is criticizing him i mean that's a way different joe than ran in 2020 way different joe
2: but let's not forget biden's getting some from Pretty Boy up in Canada, old Justin Trudeau. Uh, The Canadians are very concerned, Tony, about uh, (laughs) Donald Trump and uh, his ability to be very divisive in this country.
0: I love it so much. Justin Trudeau is, you know, if Trump wins, it's going to be really hard on me, which is fantastic because, like, (laughs) Canadians are about ready to, like, literally tar and feather Trudeau, um, which they should. Uh, But other than the fact that the United States should go ahead and just take Alberta for a state because Alberta (laughs) is just Indiana but north. um, Look, I, I believe that the president's policy towards Canada should be gun running, Um, Look, Obama did that in Mexico. I say smuggle guns into Canada. If
2: it's hard on Trudeau, well,
0: shucks, eh? You
2: know, I told Nigel yesterday, (laughs) when I want the opinion from a guy who thinks men can have periods, I'll ask for one.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm just not interested in the guy who's terrified of a semi-truck driving on the road. Um, I just, yeah, I'm sorry. I just don't really have any, uh, the guy who doesn't have the stones to hear a truck honking just shouldn't be leading a country.
1: What are you um working on at the Daily Signal or are you still kind of just uh, playing a, a new dad again? I am
0: <laughs> what do you call like Chastin Buttigieg? easy there. Dude.
1: <laughs> That's not what I meant.
2: Chastin Kennedy. Well, we're going to go see Hamilton.
0: <laughs> I will I will say that uh Chastin Buttigieg has griped about me in a in a speech before up in South Bend for the Teachers Union, but that was that was another time. No, what an honor. For this week Yeah, well, I I try. Uh, This week I am having kind of one last week of relaxation, really just trying to help my my wife out and make sure that our our kids have all the attention that they need, although uh, I am kind of writing in the background a few things that are – A little too big for me to ignore. So all I can tell you is that in the next couple of weeks, there's going to be a couple of superintendents who might find themselves out of a job, possibly another sexual assault investigation that happened at a school, not in Indiana. Uh, Thank God. But so horrible, the situation itself is a lot of details working on that. Um, so there is stuff coming, but I am definitely trying to squeeze out every ounce of break that I
2: can. You know what I mean, Nigel? I Yeah, trust <laughs> me. I, I would be, too. I see what you did there. He is on social <laughs> media at The Tonus. Check out his work on The Daily Signal and uh, the 7 o'clock program right here at 93 WIBC is the Tony Kennett cast. TK, Tony Kennett, thank you. Have a great afternoon, guys. It's The Hammer and Nigel Show.